Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View, and thank you for joining us on 103.1, or maybe you're listening on your favorite podcast or YouTube or Facebook. We really appreciate you joining us to celebrate Coastal Mississippi on a daily basis. And now we're going to turn the page and move to my friend, the mayor of the city of Biloxi, Fofo Gillage. Fofo, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing terrific, man. You're doing great. I hope everyone's doing well. Like I said, uh, it's just uh, happy to be, you know, here with you today. Yeah, thank you, man. I always enjoy having you. We'll we'll get it. We're gonna. I, I talked to Chuck Loftus today in the first segment. We're gonna talk a little bit about the beach. We'll talk about COVID. What's going on in the city these days? There's a lot to talk about. But first, I want to show you a picture. Now, now for the radio audience, we'll explain to you what the picture is, but. The picture is a picture of the Chantels, and this is something that Vincent Creel passed to me a few weeks ago. And uh, Robbie, tell tell the radio eyes what we're looking at. Well, that's a picture of I think that's us in about the tenth grade, and I'm next to the piano on, uh, to the left hand side. And then Junie Desport is actually the name of the band was Junie and the Chantels, but we just let him think he was the leader. But Junie Desport <laughs> on the trumpet. And, uh, and then right next to him was uh, James Durrell Darnell uh, and Durrell. And then our drummer, Glenn Foray, right in the middle of, uh, of the of right next to the saxophone player. Then, of course, your uncle by marriage, Robbie Melanson, as we would uh, pronounce it back then. Then Rodney Payne, the lead guitar. But that was actually, our, you remember the uh, studio, the WLOX studio, and they did a, a daytime program or something about four o'clock or something. But that was our first appearance on on uh, you know the, the small screen but that was that was and what, what year was that what year was that it'd be 1963 62 wow yeah, yeah. so what a great picture i i, I commented to fofo off the air that it was a great good looking group of guys i mean you <laughs> not a not a dud in the group <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm you. and uh and lifelong friends many many of you just lifelong friends huh oh, yeah yeah it, it really was a bond i mean you know it did, we, we did so many things you know from from florida uh to louisiana we didn't go to texas you know when i went to university of houston i, I played with another band over there but still played with them in the summertime when i'd come home but uh uh it was fun it was always fun one day i'm gonna have to do a show just on music because i think me and you, you and i've talked about this before but i played drums all my life and banged a little bit on the piano you're a piano yeah. player but I always had my drumsticks on my desk in New Orleans when I met with community leaders, and it was so amazing how when they saw the uh, the drumsticks, they would say, well, "You play drums? Yeah. Well, I play violin, or I play this." There's music is so much a no. part of our culture, isn't it? It is. I mean, it, it moves. I mean, it, it it's spiritual. I think you know any kind any kind of music, man. You know, uh, uh, and you see the strength of voices, and you see you know the bravado and some of these voices that, and just a different from Fats Domino to you know, Mario Alonso. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. Uh, some of the things it moves me, and I'm, and I'm sure it moves you. And, and if you just think about it, man, I just just wish you you know I was better than I am. I have a good time. I'm telling you, it's like therapy to me. I, I play every night, put all the old rock and roll music on, and and have have a concert. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I so. love. I love it, but you're you know you're right. Um, I've talked a lot about Matthew McConaughey. He's the he's the minister of uh, of uh, culture in Austin, and uh, one of his roles is to is to define what makes Austin, Texas, so special, so that as newcomers come there, they can learn about that. He doesn't want, and neither does the mayor want 
uh, Austin to become the city that these people came from. They came to Austin for a reason. He's trying to capture those attributes. But when you think about over 300 years, all the migration that took place to coastal Mississippi and all these this blend of social customs. I talked about this at the beginning of the show and art and language and religion and especially music, how that connects us together. It's It's truly incredible. And that's part of our secret sauce, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's part of the gumbo, you know, and, and it, it's it's a taste. I, I just about two years ago, I had a conversation with Irma Thomas and, you know, you know, Irma, I'm telling you, and we were yeah. in the ninth and tenth grade when she just started, uh, you know, uh, making music. And she talked about playing at the, the yacht clubs and the community center. And, and she was young and, and she still got the, a great voice. I mean, she had that you know, uh, that sustainable kind of voice over the years and just a, just so cool. And, and uh, mm-hmm. man, and she remembered the same things we remembered. And it was, uh, it was it, you know, it's just tremendous, especially, you know, from Louisiana towards towards us. I mean, it, it's a different different kind of deal. And, and we yeah, love- so, so what the thing the, the the point that Matthew McConaughey makes is that if we're trying to come together on political dimensions, we're going to be we're going to fail before we even get started. But if we're right. coming together on these attributes that bring our community together, these cultural things, that's the thing. You know, that, that's the thing that can bring us together. And, uh, you know, that's whether it's art or music or food. I remember when I first started dating Ann Bohanovich and I went over to Pete and that Bohanovich's house for Christmas. And the Christmas carolers came by mm-hmm. and, and these were all Croatian oh, yeah. families and yeah. they sang and, and, uh, in, in, in Croatian language, what is that? Do you say yeah. Croatian? Is that? Yeah, yeah, Croatian. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, the, and it was just such an incredible part of the culture of Biloxi. Yeah, man. I mean, we're so lucky to have that, aren't we? Yeah, no, it was. I, I know. I'll say a few words. That's what's part of a, a Christmas carol, which means we don't have any whiskey, you know. <laughs> and that was part of a song. I can remember that just like you would remember, because they were all singing the same same tune for years and years. It, I always love having Fofo on the show because, you know, he's such a smart guy. And we I never I never planned a specific conversation. I, I just love letting it go wherever it's going to go. Right. Hey, Fofo, one of the things that, uh, that Chuck and I talked about was, you know, we're so lucky to have our beach and you know, it's the coastline that defines us. So second behind our people, our people being number one, <clears throat> the, the, the beach is such a critical part of who we are. And it's what makes us this incredible community It's what our visitors love. We're really lucky to have people who are focused on keeping it the best it can be, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's my focus. You know, we've, you may have got in touch with, with Chuck on some of the, the restoration of this man-made beach and the littoral drift. And I've talked with Chuck, you know, a number of times when we were trying to get some grants. But, you know, I, I, that uh, 10-foot section of the boardwalk on top of the uh, the seawall, the seawall walkway is what we're trying to fill in, fill in the gaps. And then I think we're, you know, in the last throes of getting our $2 million to do about a, a mile worth of uh, put that that walkway on top of the uh, seawall, which is nine steps, you know, and you only see two or three, but uh, that's on top of my list. And, and uh, we want to be able to walk from bridge to bridge, you know, and, and uh, you know, have you know uh, enough room and, and, and enough safe space to, you know, fall one way or the other. And uh, it, it, the supervisors know, and, and Chuck knows also, you know, that's our game plan. Capitalize on that beach. You can't walk. Like in, in in a lot of places, go to you know uh, California, West Coast of California, and no place that you can do what we can do, you know. And we just yeah, gotta- it is 
It is super special. I, 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 as, as you know, from past conversations, I ride my bike down there all the time and, you know, the, 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 you continue to expand. And one of the cool, th- one of the important things actually is that the design of it is so solid that, uh, that, that Zeta didn't, yeah. di- I virtually didn't make any impact to the, to it at all. I bet you were glad to see that. Oh no! Well, like I said if you and if you have a chance, to, uh, I'll send you some of the pictures back in the '27 when they were doing this. That seawall is not going anywhere. The, the road may move, but that seawall is not. <laughs> in every expansion joint, there's three sets of deep, deep pilings that hold that in place. And, and of course, you know, uh, you know, back from the Roman days, concrete gets stronger as it as it ages. And and if you want to break up some equipment, go try and tear up tear up some of that seawall. And uh, <laughs> So that place is not going anywhere. So that's why I said the Corps of Engineers has no problem with us, you know, loading that that seawall, you know, with a little bit of a walkway. And so we're real pleased. And, you know, this is a you know, Corps of Engineers who really owns that seawall and, and, and does yeah. things, both, you know, on the, the beach side as well as the, uh, the the north side where the highway is to uh, to protect that highway. And they're very, you know, they, they covet that you know, the use of that seawall, but we're all, you're all in. So hopefully we know you'll be able to walk, you know, from bridge to bridge. And that's the intent. And uh, I'll tell you what, though, it has stood the test of time and, and the boardwalks that you guys are building today, they have, they're standing the test of time and add such a great, you know, a great addition to the, uh, to the amenities that we offer here in coastal Mississippi. Let's shift gears. Sure. Uh, we're about to come to the end of the segment. We'll get started and we'll pick it up on the other side, but uh, COVID still reminding people they cannot drop their guard. True. So, uh, you know, and unfortunately we've had some notable deaths in the city of Biloxi that came from COVID and it's just, a, it's just a great reminder that, um, we got to protect the vulnerable. We have to not do close, close talking. We have to wear a mask, have to wash our hands and this will continue for a while. If you run the numbers, you're a numbers guy, run the numbers on where we are as it relates to vaccinations and we've got a ways to go, don't we? I mean, I think oh, no Mississippi's get, getting it right now, but still yeah. we got a right. long way to go. What's, what's your, what's your thoughts about how long that's going to take? Well, I'm hopeful that, you know, by June, we're going to, we're going to have, you know, approaching 80% of vaccinations. And then I think that the, uh, uh, the numbers, you know, you will got to, you know, 300,000 people or, or so have been in Mississippi. So we got a 3 million now, 3 million uh, population. So at some point in time, there'll be some mathematical say hey, hey, it, it's safe. You know, it's, it's a good model, and uh, uh, hopefully that will be there by June, end of June, or something like that. That's what I'm hoping, anyhow. But uh, yeah, you know, they the say about seventy, about seventy-five to eighty percent of people have to get vaccinated before we can get to herd immunity. But let's don't short shrift the conversation. Sure. We'll yeah, pick I'll, it up right here when we get on the other side. This is Fofo Gillis from the city of Biloxi, and we'll be back after this break. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Uh, we have uh, Mayor Fofo Gillich with us. He's the mayor of the city of Biloxi. And uh, Kyle, show, show what he's showing. This is a picture 
from a story that was written. I see the the title is by Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, Gladwell, he he's the guy who wrote the Tipping Point. Um, but anyway, this is a picture from uh, the, the Spanish flu days in, in New York, right. and uh, he's he read a report about it. And so interesting, everybody's got face masks on. You know, so what what is old just comes back again. It's you know what goes around comes around. Here we are back in the same spot again. It, it, it is, and you know, talking about a little bit the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu was the first one to detect it. But I mean, not to waste a lot of time, not wasting a lot of time because I read it's about a 15 page article that will open your eyes and, and see how the, you know, what we're facing today. Well, basically, it started in the United, it sort of, you know, uh, uh, Canadian geese as they migrated south uh, uh, through the heartland. Uh, it, this virus it, it infected pigs, uh, this, and we were close to DNA wise. So the infection that went to pigs was, went to, the, you know, to uh, uh, our citizens. World War One came along, and we, you know, we infected, and we sent about a, a you know a million soldiers to Europe. Spanish were the first one to detect it, detect the, uh, the the virus, and that's how the Spanish flu. But I mean, it was six hundred forty-five thousand lives that was lost in the United States, and then all over the world, it was the deadliest. This was actually written in nineteen ninety-seven, and they were just nailing down the DNA uh, of you know this virus. But it, 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 you know, it makes sense as as we learn through this, you know, uh, today. So it was done. These things that we're doing today, nothing new. We're asking people, yeah. hey, let's protect everyone. And, and and that's what we need to do. I mean, it's touched over the last month. You know, uh, I, I have four or five people that I know passed away that, uh, you know, when you think, it, you know, it was going to end four or five months ago, it's just as deadly, just as strong as it is. Now, although, you know, vac- vaccinations is the uh, light at the end of the tunnel and the numbers will get up there eventually. It's, as you and I talked a little while ago, you know, these vaccines, amazing that they can, you know, do what they've done and the protection that they're offering. It's just unbelievable. But you know, they did it so quickly, the RNA yeah. technology and this genetic coding that they're able to do and get to the bottom line. It's so interesting, too, that so many of these different pharmaceutical companies are going at it in a slightly different way. But mm-hmm. the outcome is is very similar. You know, the, some are two shots, some are one shot, but they all are are seeking to to bring the number of deaths down to virtually zero, wow. and the protection up in, in some cases eighty, in some cases well into the ninety percentiles. Right, is terrific, terrific. Yep. That I mean, and the sooner we all get vaccinated, the better. Right, That's right. Cool. Absolutely. I mean, if we want to get back to normal, I'm telling you, I want to be able to, you know, uh, I, I'm a touchy-feely kind of guy, you know, shaking hands and fist bumps and stuff like that. You know, that's what I miss. And, and just, you know, hugging the people that you you, you want to, you know, bump up to. That's what I'm looking forward to. And uh, I've only been to a couple of public events, and one uh, was night before last at um, the Ocean Springs Mayor Forum. I moderated it. And it was terrific, by the way. I mean, I, I mean, no one attacked each other. You know, they, they, any, con, any, any mention of a, of a, of a, one of their competitors was in a positive framework. It's good to see that in today's world, I might add. And, uh, you know, watching that take place, but it was odd with a face mask on and, you know, yeah. with the hand sanitizer in one of my hands and just being around people, it's hard to talk to people through a face mask, man, especially when you wear glasses, yeah. because your glasses are constantly fogging yeah. up. You it know. affects my hearing too. I can't hear with the face mask on. So, <laughs> well, you yeah. you know you need you need to be able to see how people are pronunciating the yeah. words. It's just That's as it. part of how we communicate with one another. Yeah. Hey, when you woke up this morning, what was the most important thing you were thinking about? 
Well, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for get, to get back to normal. You know, there's a number of things, number of projects that that uh, we're we're facing, and of course, every day is uh, what what can you know what what do we need to do for Biloxi today and for our kids? It's all about our kids and our, you know our next generations. You know, we were fortunate enough to have uh, parents and grandparents that care for us, and sometimes it was hard for us to understand, but they, they you know they drove. Uh, our life and they drove our future and and I just want to you know make sure that we're doing those same things for you know when we're dead and gone the, the people who we have uh, a DNA trail for appreciate you know the little things that we can do and we really yeah. I remember uh, uh, Haley Barber after Hurricane Katrina he said we have to do this we have to build bigger and better we have to be focused on creating something better seeing this as an opportunity talking of Katrina and he would always say that this, we were doing this for our kids and our kids, kids, but you're doing generational work and you understand that, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I love it too. I mean, you, you, you feel it. You don't, you know, as long as you know it, it can, it can give you that drive. You, it, you know, it's hard to trans, you know, especially you know, uh, the people who come into our area and they love our area, but it, you know, they don't understand what drives, you know, what really drives, you know, uh, uh, our our goals and our past so uh so it, it's yeah. uh it's just a tremendous uh tremendous uh uh goal and, and it just it just keeps me going every morning to uh to you have a it. sense of, you have a sense you have a sense of purpose that's what that yeah. means and i thought i actually talked about that at the beginning of the show that everyone has greatness in them everyone has something that they can find as their sense of purpose and what, what someone uh, 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 once said is that a sense of purpose is something you're willing to die for <laughs> you know do you really feel it in your heart your soul and this is something that's important to you and that's what you're describing but anyway we're out of time this has been mayor fofo gillis we appreciate you taking time to visit with us okay well i love it love it like you said anytime you call me about anything you have on your mind and uh, just give me a heads up so i can use a little bit of my technology to get to you so from the chantels to the spanish flu we covered it all man all right bro <laughs> have a great day we'll see you tomorrow thank you thank y'all Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios, this is Coast View View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.